but there's things that you want, you're seeking. That's why you're listening. You wouldn't be listening if you weren't seeking these things. Welcome to The Pursuit. I'm your host, Ben Spangle. I'm excited to have you here today. At our show, we're all about helping you in the pursuit of your best body, mind, spirit, and life. Thanks for being here. Today's episode is all about happiness. It's all about keys to a happier life. And one thing we all have in common, no matter what you do for a living, no matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, no matter where you live, no matter what your nationality, your skin color, none of that matters. Every single one of us wants to lead a happier life. And it's funny because if you think about most people, if you were to ask them, what do they want? You know, what do you really want with your life? They'd tell you things like, well, I want a better job and I want to make more money and I want a better body and I want my relationship to be better. And if you were to boil all of that down, there's a feeling underneath any one of those desires that the true feeling is they want to feel happier. They want to wake up with more joy. They want to just feel good. And so if we know that's true, if we want more happiness, wouldn't it be great if there were things that we could focus on, things we could do that could help us be happier? Intuitively, if I was to ask you, ask you, what, what could you do to lead a happier life? you could probably list a few things that would help you do it. So I would challenge you that, you know, if you're driving right now, you might not be able to write this down, but perhaps you pull over and jot down some ideas, or if you're at the gym, pull out your phone and take out some notes. But what could you do to lead a happier life? Because I'm going to list several keys that I think will help you. There's so many more that could, and you probably know some specifics of things you could be doing right now to lead a happier life. And I want to start with that because I really believe that if you want to live a great life and to be in love with life, then you've got to figure out ways to be happier in life, in my opinion. I'll tell you my story on how this unfolded for me. I was never really focused directly on leading a happier life. There were some things that I did that did contribute to it. And then certainly along the way, some things that changed that helped me lead a much happier life a large part of my adult life was focused on business and achievement. And and there was some things in there that I was doing that contributed to my happiness. And there were some other things in there that I was doing that con contributed to my unhappiness and a deep dissatisfaction, not a happy one either. So I'll talk a bit about that as time goes on. But the first key to happiness, I really think is this, is that if you want to be happy, one of the practices to really focus on is just to decide to focus on what's good. I mean, there could be 99 things going wrong in your life, but there could be one thing going right. And if you chose to focus on that one thing, if you chose to just focus on that one thing, you're going to feel happy because where you focus determines how you feel. If I focus on what's not working in my life, I'm gonna feel frustrated, I'm gonna feel upset, I'm gonna feel angry. If I focus on what's going good, I'm going to feel terrific. And all of us have good things going on in our lives. There's blessings we have. There's these wonderful things that are happening. But when we've conditioned ourselves to focus on what's wrong, when we've conditioned ourselves to focus on what's not working in our life, when we've conditioned ourselves to focus on what we don't want, then that tends to lead to unhappy feelings. So if you want to become happier, make the decision that you're going to practice focusing on what's good. And it takes work when you haven't practiced this. 
It might be in your journal. Hey, what's going good in my life right now? What are things that I appreciate about my life? What are things I'm grateful for? It might be that. It might be just pausing to think that. And over time, as you practice it, you could condition that form of thought rather than the form of what's wrong, what's right, rather than the form of what I don't like, but what I do like. So decide to look for what's good. Another major one, the second key I want to talk to you about in terms of leading a happier life is not always an easy one. It's easy to talk about, but it's not always easy to do. And at the very same time, it's one of the most important ones. I would say that one of the biggest obstacles to personal happiness is resistance. Resisting something that is. So we look at something and we say, it shouldn't be that way, or that wasn't fair, or I wasn't treated right in this. And we're resisting what is. We're resisting things that are either happened, have happened, or are happening right now. And the minute you start resisting something that happened in the past or something that's happening right now, you're, you're fighting against something that you can't do. I mean, if something happened in the past, it's already happened. There's nothing you can do about something that happened in the past. So then the key to happiness is learning to accept what is. Learning to surrender to what is. That doesn't mean you have to like it. That doesn't mean you have to want it or want to go through it again. It doesn't even mean you have to be happy about it, but just to accept it. It is what it is. I mean, that's something that's happened. There's nothing we can do about what's happened in the past, and there's usually nothing we can do about something that just happened in the last moment. Now, there's going to be things you could do moving forward, yes. But if you're stuck in resistance, you're going to lead a very painful existence. Resistance leads to a painful existence. Why? Because when you're always resisting the past, when you're always resisting what is or how things are in the world or whatever it may be, you don't like the government, so you're upset about that, and you're resisting, it shouldn't be that way, we need to get them out, you're fighting it, or you don't like the way that your mom or dad treated you, or what happened to you in middle school, or, or the boss that you had, and you're, you're thinking about it, and you're resisting, man, it shouldn't have been that way, and you keep bringing it up, you are going to have a very painful existence, because you're focusing on something that you can do nothing about right now, you can't change the past. You're not going to go kick the government out of power immediately <laughs> like that. And in doing so, you create negative emotions. Negative emotions lead to unhappiness. But learning to accept what is, is very freeing. Because then you can focus on things that are actually going good. Then you can focus on things that you do like. So accepting what is. You know what? I didn't like the way that guy treated me. But he did. That's the way that it was. You know what? My mom and dad, they didn't raise me in the best way, but I don't know. That's what they did. That's how it was. When that thing happened, you know, when my ex left or when we got the divorce or when things fell apart, it just is what it is. It's not necessarily good or bad. Life inherently doesn't have any meaning other than the meaning we assign to it. It just is. And again, I'm not suggesting that you have to fall in love with that stuff or you have to like the person that did that. Or I'm not suggesting any of that. I'm just saying that's what happened. And there's nothing we can do about the past. There's a lot we can do about moving forward. So as we accept what is, it is what it is. As we accept it, we put ourselves in a more empowered state to create happiness. My next key in leading a happier life is one that I don't know, you may or may not think, but I've learned that it's very important. And that's getting enough sleep, getting proper sleep. You know, it's amazing how much of our mental health and how much of our emotional regulation, our ability to regulate our emotions is impacted by not enough sleep. 
And many North Americans, it's probably like this all over the world, but certainly in North America, uh, most people are not getting adequate sleep. They're not getting it at all. Studies have shown time after time that for the majority of people, the majority of people, somewhere in the range of seven to nine hours is what you need for proper sleep. Now, 5% of the population are short sleepers, 5% of the population are long sleepers, and that's a bit different. But for most of us, we're somewhere in that seven to nine hour range. Now, if you're getting four or five hours a night and you're not feeling your best, but you're getting up early, you're staying up late, you're getting up early because you want to burn you know, the midnight oil, as they say, burn the candle on both ends, and you're doing that so that you can get more done, I want to challenge you to think a little bit differently. You might be have more hours in your day, but how effective are you in those hours? So to set yourself up for success for a happier life, the ability to regulate your emotions is so much more impactful when we're getting enough sleep. I know the difference for me. If I've had several nights of not getting enough sleep, I'm quicker to snap at my kids. I'm less likely to make the call that I need to make that day. I'm less motivation to go to the gym or to make the right food choice, whatever it may be. And there's impacts it has on our physical health, which would be a whole nother episode. We could talk just on sleep and we'll do that one time. But my whole point is this, is that if you want to lead a happier life, make sure that you're getting the right amount of sleep. You know, probably somewhere in that seven, eight, nine hours. And I think what you'll notice is if you're really focused on becoming happier, and that's something that's important to you, and you're not getting enough sleep right now, but you make a conscious effort that this is something I'm going to work on. I'm going to start going to bed 30 minutes earlier so I can get a bit more sleep. And you maybe you start with that or maybe 15 minutes start with that. Over time, I think you'll notice that you will become happier than how you've been today. If you're already getting enough sleep, then you can skip that one. My next point, next key anyway, is to really creating a, a happier life. I think that, um, you know, I think for me in, in all my years, this is probably the one that helped me the most that brought happiness to my life. And there's so many things I was doing that were bringing unhappiness. This was one, at least over the last 15 years, that brought significant happiness into my life. The idea here is this, is that you're going to have your own plan for your personal growth. Have your own plan for your personal growth. And there's lots of things we could talk about. You know, often in personal growth, you, you might think reading or listening to podcasts like this or, you know, attending seminars and all of those are, are huge. I'm also talking about the day-to-day -day stuff. The day-to-day -day stuff, I guess, reading and podcasts are, but the day-to-day -day stuff like a meditation, if that's important to you. Meditation can help with your emotions in a big way. Um, the day-to-day -day stuff like journaling. I know I talk about that on the show all the time. The day-to-day -day stuff like who am I spending time with? Figuring out are these associations helping me or hurting me? You know, do I feel better when I'm with these people or do I feel worse? This is all part of growth. Things like stepping outside of your comfort zone, you know, and doing what's uncomfortable. It's amazing the personal power. I know you've experienced it. I know you can think of a time, the first time when, or several times when you didn't want to do something because it was uncomfortable. You were a little bit scared of it, but then you did it and how free you felt and how much personal power you had and how much confidence. Well, that, guess what? That all leads to a happier life. If you're pushing your comfort zone, you're leading to a happier life. If you're working on yourself, if you're doing some of the deep work, you're getting a happier life. So a personal growth plan is an incredible one. The last key I want to leave you with today for leading a happier life, I think is a very important one. Listen, if you're, if you're listening to this right now, you're an achiever. You're somebody that's in the pursuit of greater things in your life, a greater version of you. There's a vision you have. Maybe it's not super clear, but there's things that you want. There's more you want out of life. Maybe it is happiness. You know, maybe it is prosperity. Maybe it's health. Maybe it's abundance. And maybe it's all these things. 
but there's things that you want, you're seeking. That's why you're listening. You wouldn't be listening if you weren't seeking these things. So I'm gonna help you. It took me freaking years to learn this, years. And not doing this led to a lot of frustration and a lot of unhappiness. And I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I'm the absolute best at it. I mean, I gotta tell you, I still make mistakes with this stuff. I still gotta remind myself. Every time I teach it, it helps me learn it deeper. But here's the idea, especially as an achiever. The idea is this, if you wanna lead a happier life is have intentions without attachment. Have intentions without attachment. Let me break that down. You know, when you want something in your life, you want, you don't want the new, uh, you wanna find a great partner, you wanna find a new boyfriend, new girlfriend, maybe your wife, your husband, if you're single, or you want your relationship to improve, you're already in a relationship and you want uh, that to get better. You know, you want more money in your life. You're looking to have a bigger bank balance. You're looking to increase your income. You're looking to take this trip that you want. There's things that you want. And in traditional goal setting, and I used to subscribe to this thought, I used to teach it. I just don't teach it the same way anymore. My views have changed as I'm sure yours have too in many areas of life. Traditional goal setting, they say, pick a goal, set a deadline, make a plan, work towards it, fight for the deadline. And I learned that for most people that doesn't work very well. It creates fear, uh, it creates anxiety for most people, it creates pressure. Some people do well with that, but the majority of people do not. Most people, it puts them in a bad state, puts them in a bad vibration. They might start out excited for a week or two or three, and then they start to wane and you know, they get uh, less and less confidence. They can achieve their goal on time and it actually pushes the goal away and causes them to perform at a lower level. Intention without attachment. So intention being, this is the thing that I want. I wanna create this in my life, but without attachment being, you're not attached to how it's gonna happen and you're not attached to when it's gonna happen. How and when. And if we can develop greater faith that, you know what? I want that thing. I want it to come into my life. I don't need to know exactly how. I don't need to know exactly when, but I will take the next steps towards it. Now we're starting to get some of this manifestation into mastery. Now we're starting to get to figure out how do I turn an idea into reality? Intention without attachment. Intention without attachment. So I'll give you a quick story of how this played out for me the other day. Just a quick one. It was easy. It worked out really easy in my life. We were driving uh, down to Banff, Alberta. We had a conference this weekend for our business. I was one of the key speakers at it as well. And um, on the way down, we had this thought. So we were driving on the Friday. The conference is a little bit Friday night, primarily Saturday and Sunday. And we're driving down, you know, beautiful day, got really cold day. The mountains have, it almost looks like steam or smoke coming off them, but it was a slight gust of snow. It was just so cold that it looked like that. And uh, the thought comes to me, I was like, oh, I should find a videographer. Let's see if we can get a videographer last minute so they can get my keynote and then we can use that in the future. That was my thought, intention. I got an intention, get a videographer. Now, right away, I got to tell you, I did have some thoughts that came up right away of, oh man, it's Friday. Who's going to be available last minute? Come on, you know, I don't know what's it going to cost. But I said, oh, whatever, let's see, let's see. Let's throw it out there. I'd like to get a videographer. I'm okay if it doesn't, but I'd like to get one. So I had intention without attachment. I wasn't worried about exactly who it was, how it was. Truth is, I was okay if it didn't happen. But I had a clear intention. I wasn't attached. Well, guess what? My wife starts looking while I'm driving. You know, she's looking. She finds some different places. There's many she looks at. For some reason, she messages two of them. These two, they just kind of picks these two, likes with them. They, they get back. The one gets back to us, and here's their price. Says, yeah, I can do it. You know, definitely will do it. And then this other one gets back, and they say, I think we can. Uh, you know, it'd be minimum this much. And, and the other one was more than double the cost, the new one. 
but we started looking, we watched what they had done and, you know, kind of watched their videos and just had a better feel for the one. Even though it was more than double, we had a better feel for it. So we decided to go with them and they were available on Sunday to come. And turned out they were actually in uh, Lake Louise, which is slightly past Banff where we were staying in the Rocky Mountains. They were there that night uh, doing a wedding. And so they happened to be very close to us. So it was a really quick drive for them for the next day to come and do it. And so we ended up meeting them and we got some great content. Be, I'll be releasing it later. Uh, but they got that. And then it turned out that they were available for my next event that I'm doing on April 15th too. So it was a perfect manifestation that started with intention, intention without attachment. Intention without attachment. So just keep that in mind. As you're thinking about your life, as you're thinking about your goals, as you're thinking about your vision and your future and the things that you want, have a clear intention. Want them. Absolutely. Imagine what that would be like. Yes. Start to think about it. Absolutely. But don't get hung up on how. Don't get come up on when. Hung up on when. Your job is the next step. So I believe that if you'll focus on these things, if you'll decide to look for what's good, if you start practicing accepting what is, if you're not getting enough sleep, you work on getting more sleep, you develop yourself a personal growth plan, you work through that stuff, and then you practice intention without attachment, I think these keys will help you lead a happier life. And what I've learned in my own life to be true for me, I think it'd probably be true for you too, but I've seen it in my own life as I focused on becoming happier and practicing some of these ideas. There's many more things we can talk about too. As I focused on these ideas, I started to attract more success. And so I know you're a success-minded person. Some of you are very successful already listening. Some of you are on your journey to becoming very successful and you want more success in your life. Well, I want you to know that the happier you become, the more success you're gonna attract. At least that's been my experience. One last thought I'll leave you with as we talk about all these keys. The last thought I want to leave you with is this, is one more thing that will help you in your life on your journey to greater happiness is spending quality time with the people that really matter to you. Spending quality time with those you really love. And I don't know. I don't know if there's much more. When you're spending quality time, you're present, you're not on your phone, you put your phone away so you're not distracted. You know, you're not even watching a movie, you're not, but you're just quality time. You're spending together, you're talking together, you're playing together with your kids. Maybe you're taking a weekend away that it's just you and your kids or you and your spouse. That quality time, quality time, it might be an hour, it might be a half hour, but that quality time with the ones that matter most to you, the people that you really love, your closest friends, your closest family, that's an incredible way to increase a greater sense of happiness in your life too. I hope you enjoyed today. All I ask is one favor, share the show for me. Please share the show, bring it out to somebody else. I don't even do uh, any kind, I don't charge money for the podcast, anything like that. So just get this out to people that you know. Thank you for your time, I appreciate you listening. I hope this helps you. I would love to hear from you. Message me on Instagram, send me a DM, let me know which one of these resonated with you the most. Talk to you soon.